Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have on the show two guests, not one but two, Zoran Sarabaka from Exclusive Business Sales and Natalie Siriani from Attain Business Brokers. Now, Zoran and Natalie today don't have their own business hats on. They have on the hats of AIBB, which is the Australian Institute of Business Brokers. And they're here talking about the business broking event of the year, (laughs) the conference to be held in August in Melbourne for the AIBB entitled Breakthrough to Excellence. Now, in this episode today, it's not a sales piece, but we hear really talking about some of the content that's going to be covered at the conference, some of the reasons for the content that is being touched on. And and we really look here at some of the questions that are sitting in the industry in relation to some of these areas of issues in due diligence, ethical dilemmas involved in the sale of businesses, looking at valuation questions that are coming up for business professionals in this space. And some other concepts in relation to fee structure and and dealing with mergers and acquisitions. So we really cover a lot of interesting content on this podcast as we dig into the sorts of things that an industry association like the AABB would decide to cover at their conference and why they're covering it, the sorts of questions that have led um, to the compilation of the material in the event itself. And we also then branch into talking a little bit about the term broker itself and how the event really shows that breadth that AIBB is getting to in the marketplace and in the industry in relation to having an audience that's much wider than just the generic concept of of brokers with content and usefulness that really is of real relevance to anyone who is an advisor that's involved in the business sale space. So without further ado, I'll head over to my conversation with Natalie and Zoran. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to The Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area. And hear the industry's best recount their real-life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, Zoran and Natalie. Thanks a lot for coming along to The Deal Room Podcast to talk about the AIBB conference. Hello, Joanna. Hi, Joanna. Thanks for having us. My absolute pleasure. Okay, so um, before we get stuck into talking about some of the elements of the conference and uh, some of the content and why we have the content in there and what might be interesting to whom, can you just give us a really quick burst on what the AIBB is? Well, look, AIBB is a leading Australian body that puts all the business brokers together and our focus in the membership education, advocacy for the industry, support of the membership and uh, and networking amongst the members and and sharing, sharing our knowledge and experience. But the main focus is actually education of the members. 
And when we're talking about education, the members, and I know we've talked about this in a pre- previous podcast, so we're um, and we'll link back to that previous podcast, which was episode seventy-three. If you're interested in hearing all about the AIBB and what they're about and the reasons for it, just as a key snapshot, what is it that that AIB seeks to do in terms of education as a broad whole? You know, what what are some of the areas that brokers really latch onto and find useful in the education area? Well, well, it starts from basic licensing training and it goes all the way to actually advanced valuation training. So we provide the courses for basing through third party. We deliver the licensing courses Australia-wide. After that, we do introductory courses for the uh, people that are new in the industry. Then we got a a certified practicing broker, which is advanced uh, course, which normally people do after couple of years in the industry and then from there we go to a registered business value which you can complete the course and start operating as a, as a business value and stay registered and supported by by ABB. as a continued professional education we run courses for both valuers and the brokers and they're actually required for all the members to actually attend so we're talking about quite comprehensive education here. <laughs> and I guess um, what we're doing then today is talking specifically about the AABB's annual conference, which this year is being held in Melbourne. Is that right? Melbourne on the, uh, I think it starts, well, no, I don't think. I know it starts on Thursday, <laughs> August. And normally starts with our annual general meeting and welcoming drinks that night. And then we get on to two, uh, two days of very, very intense, like very well-structured uh, program that goes over two days. Great. Okay. All right. So maybe then if we could just have a little bit of an overview of why brokers might want to go along to this event. What's in it for them? What's being discussed? Natalie, do you want to say a few words about that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um the, the conference in terms of, I guess, the content and the topics that we cover, we try to, for day one, have a very broad overview, I guess, as to what's happening in the industry, what's happening in the economy um, and how that affects business brokers, as well as key tips on professional development and how to improve your practice and your efficiencies in the work that you do. Um, we've also got some inspirational speakers on day one because the whole theme for this conference is uh, breakthrough to excellence, um, which we're hoping that every broker that comes along will be able to do in the, in the forthcoming year. Day two of the conference is very broken broker-specific topics. Um, So what's it based on is the key areas that our members have identified that they want to learn about and the key areas where they would like more focus on in the conference. Uh, It includes things like valuations, um, due diligence, online confidentiality agreements, our fee structures, and then leading into more high-end stuff such as mergers and acquisitions. So day two gets really in-depth into um, the day-to-day operations of a broker and how to make that, uh, I guess, make the broker's uh, performance in those areas a lot better, a lot simpler, and a lot smoother. 
Yeah. Okay. Fabulous. And so maybe I'm really interested in some of these topics that you're covering. In our discussion uh, prior to recording, you said that these topics had really been born out of questions that you posed to the brokers themselves in terms of stuff that they wanted to learn about um, in their own practice. Maybe can you talk us through some of these areas? So some of the questions that have led to the topics that you're covering here. Very much so, yeah. So um, in terms of day two of the conference, it's, it's very focused on the key topics that brokers have said that they want more learning and training. And so due diligence is obviously an issue that uh, all brokers um, are faced with, I guess, on a day-to-day basis when deals don't go through or when you're having issues with due diligence and every account that you deal with will go through it in a different way. So the, the conference is really focused on, well, how do we improve that area of our business and ensure that the business goes through? So on that due diligence side, let's dig into that a little bit more. Uh, certainly, uh, as a lawyer, I see the issues in the due diligence phase many, many times, but I'm really interested, what are the questions that are coming from the brokers? So, so what are some of the concerns that they're having at the moment or, or the question marks? That's a really, really good question. And in order to find out the answers, you have to come on the conference on the 15th of August. <laughs> <laughs> we're not giving them the answers, Zora. We're not giving them the answers. Don't worry. We're not going to pull away your crowd. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. <laughs> no, but I, just an overview perspective because I, I think, you know, obviously at the conference you'll be presenting some of like the answers and some of the techniques of how to deal with these issues. But what what are the issues? Yeah, for sure. So some of the discussion that came up with the conference committee around that particular topic of due diligence is that each state, obviously because we're working on different state legis- state by state legislation, has different, I guess, protocols on what needs to be done as provision of information to any business buyer. So in Victoria, we have certain legislation that's uh, very clear on particularly the small businesses on what needs to be done for that. So the question comes about is, well, is there a standard process that um, should be used, a standard set of information that all brokers should be working towards to ensure that we have, I guess, some um, clarity around the information and what should be provided and what's expected to be provided and around the processes as well? Because, you know, we all face day-to-day in our brokerage businesses where due diligence can drag on and on and on. um, And as much as you put timeframes around it, um, you can still face issues there. So the question of, I guess, uniformity amongst business sales um, and obviously size does matter in terms of how that works but what's required how should it be handled and what should be done from a broker's point of view to ensure that that happens as smoothly as possible that's amazing I think this is really useful information to get out into the market so um, I, I think that's a great topic for you to be covering okay great and then fee structure I can guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what's the sort of questions that tr- triggered this uh, this topic yeah, well, I think in terms of um, brokers and uh, specifically because of a lot of us work uh, amongst different industries. So me, for example, I work just purely in pharmacy and pharmacy brokers generally handle fee structures a little bit different to others. But around upfront fees, get the commissions in terms of uh, when they're paid, marketing costs, everything like that, we're not so much discussing what the fee should be. What we're discussing there is, I guess, how we get paid for the work that we do do. And often when you're on a purely commission payment structure, it can be a long time coming until the fee does come through. So around discussing those marketing and upfront fees as well, 
well and how that works. And like I said, you know, each broker does it differently, but also in within certain sectors of the broking industry, uh, there's, I guess, different standards for what is and isn't done. So we're not particularly answering any questions there. We're not discussing what fee percentages or anything like that. It's about what are the structures that can be done and how can we ensure that we charge and actually make money for the fees and services that we do do, not just in selling businesses but also in other services as well. I think that that's answering lots of questions anyway because I, that is a question that I hear talked about, you know, in the market because I'm in the industry quite a bit time and time again. So I think it's a good thing to focus on. It's definitely a big problem in the industry this uh, because industry was born out of the real estate uh, sector. And, you know, gone with the times that, you know, brokers were dealing with small retail businesses. Uh, the, 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 most of the members are now working with much more complex deals. And this uh, commission structure, it's not working. And what I'm hoping that's going to be touched, uh, uh, and I believe it's going to be run, could actually be run as a panel, that some good ideas and, and suggestions of different ways to actually create a model, discuss the different models. You have on your show a couple of times, I believe, discussion. And I think that that's something that industry is changing more and more and going away from this commission structure to to, to different uh, uh, different models. So it's it's very welcome topic by all the members, and uh, I think it's gonna create some good learning. Yeah, I have no doubt find that that's a really hot topic for people to um, hear about at the conference. Okay, and then I can see some of the other topics here that are quite interesting. Ethical dilemmas. So that's an interesting one. What's sort of some of the questions that triggered the concept of confronting ethical dilemmas? Yeah, so that was that was an interesting one, and that was brought about from one of our our member uh, members in the AIBB, um, and about I guess you know obviously we have clear lines on certain legislations for what should and shouldn't be done in terms of how we act in obviously broking a transaction, um, how we deal with the buyer, how we deal with the seller. That's fairly clear cut. But what we find is that dealing in business broking particularly, but obviously in any kind of business, um, when you get into the nitty-gritty of the transaction, there can be times where I guess it's a bit of a grey area or there are question marks associated with um, how you go about certain things. Um, so that session is going to be a Q&A with a panel of very experienced members within the group, um, brokers from throughout Australia that do a lot of transactions about those kind of specific scenarios where it's perhaps not as clear cut, um, I guess, about the legislation. You know, there's there's what should be done, but then there's the question mark of what's ethically the correct thing to do in certain scenarios. So it's it's unusual circumstances where those come up, but what we're using is the experience of those brokers on the panel to really highlight some of the cases that they've been in where where those question marks have come up and how they've de- dealt with those um, so that, you know, brokers within the audience can really learn from their what they've done, their experience and their successes and also their mistakes in the past as well. Yeah, love it. Okay. All right. There's just two areas that I wanted to briefly touch on as well before we close out. You've got a a, um, session on valuations and you've got a uh, session on mergers and acquisitions. So if we take those one by one, um, valuations, what what were just um, briefly some some of the issues that related to the valuation session and what are you talking about there? So as Zora mentioned earlier, um, 
we've got a, a very highly um, the RBV program, which is the registered business value, which is very high level valuation training. So a lot of the members within the group are RBV or registered valuers um, with the AIBB, and they have a lot of knowledge about what's done. Um, there is a varying level of experience amongst the valuers, um, sorry, amongst members around the valuation topic. And obviously, the, the two major things that we look at are, well, how do you get to an adjusted net profit or EBITDA level? Um, and secondly, what kind of multiples are we seeing in the market? And then um, what I'm really excited about in that session as well is we are going to um, do a, a video session uh, with Ron West, who's from Business Brokerage Press in the USA. Um, and he's got huge amount of experience in the US market to see the kind of trends that we're seeing in valuation there and then that how that may transfer across to the Australian market as well and what's perhaps to come in terms of what we're seeing from an assessment or valuation point of view. So that's a lot of things to cover in that side of the, um, I guess, in that topic. But I, uh, yeah, it's, it's always an exciting one and we always get great feedback on the valuation topics that we do do um, because it's, it's hard to get that training out there. Yeah, I love it. Well, there you go. And an international perspective. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Just on mergers and acquisition, Tony Brown actually done a session which was very well received. Mm, I heard about it. So, so he's going to talk about it more and he's going to expand on day systems of selling and how the larger transactions are done, which is of a really, really big interest, interest to all the members. And just to give you an idea about the uh, valuation chapter, or, or, well, it's not a chapter, but the valuation section of the AIBB, um, so far there's been uh, estimated that about $10 million worth of revenue was generated from valuations provided by AIBB members. So it can be, you know, getting into, it could be, uh, um, uh, for somebody who doesn't do valuation, it could be a really good way to actually get exposed to, to this sector of what we do and learn more about it and maybe if the interest arises, expands their, their own practice into valuations as well. I do have one question because obviously the name Australian Institute of Business Brokers suggests that the, this term broker and as we've been talking, we've all been using the term broker but um, I speak to a lot of professionals out there who call themselves corporate advisors or m and advisors or, or uh, different sorts of titles but who perhaps try to steer away from the, the broker name. But I, I think, you know, and, I, and I'd really like like to talk about the extent to which you see AIBB is inclusive of a, of a broader range of professionals who are coming from different sizes of transactions that they deal with different sorts of expertise. Look, uh, gone, gone are the days when the business broker would put the ad in a paper and then just put a, a buy and seller together and then leave it up to them to actually complete the deal. Uh, there's quite a few of our members that handling, they, they work in the mid-market and, and, and have high-end transactions. And like this year, in the past, we, we had a lot of presentation on the mid-market. And this year, we're talking about valuations and uh, mergers and acquisitions as well. So don't think that just because it's called Institute of Business Brokers, these are small-end retail type of transactions. That's actually very, very small amount of sales these days that are 
well, I wouldn't say small, but, but it's definitely not a majority of the sales that our members do. And there is a, there is a bit of a stigma with this, with this word broker attached, but you're not going to change the public perception by changing, changing the name. To what, what, what the Institute is striving to do is to, to, to educate the members and educate the public and help our members provide much better service. And it's a lot about the project management of the whole biz, uh, of the whole process rather than just introducing buyers and sellers together. So if you are not a, if you don't see yourself as a broker, but you see yourself as an advisor, it's a definitely good place to be. And best way to experience this is come to the conference, see it for yourself, experiences, and then make a decision if you want to become a, a, a part of the community. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Zoran, because as I said, I I think sometimes some advisors rule themselves in or out of the decision whether to attend events like this because of labels. But I guess what you're saying is really there's a um, content that crosses a really broad range of um, transaction sizes and transaction knowledge. So there's something in it for everyone, I guess, is what you're saying. Absolutely. (laughs) Cool. Okay, good. Look, I think that's a really good snapshot. Looks like it's really going to be a really interesting few days. And I guess, you know, have you got any parting words? And and I guess some of those maybe we've talked about the content, but do you have any sort of thoughts and suggestions about overall benefits? Because quite often I find that conferences, it's not just about the content. Um, There's often also broader advantages. Well, what I want to say for this conference in particular, it's it's been structured in such a way that we're using about equal number of uh, membership presentation, very, very experienced members. They are quite happy to, to, to share their experience and knowledge with everybody. And external presenters, they're, they're, they're big experts in their own field. But sometimes those... On the end of the day, those few Bs, few ones, depends what you like on the end, are worth, <laughs> are worth more than the whole conference together because you really relax and have a conversation with your peers and that's where the relationships are built and some serious information actually exchanged that, that, that can be useful in the future. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good comment, Zoran, absolutely. Good. All right. Well, look, thank you so much for both taking us through this area. Are there any parting comments, anything you want to leave our listeners with is parting words in relation to the conference or AIBB in general? Uh, look, AIBB is growing. We, we've got over 300 members at the moment. We're expecting over 100 uh, participants. We encourage everybody who operates, who, who works in the industry, not maybe directly in transactions, but maybe provides the services to the industry. It's also a good place to be and, and meet, the, meet the right people that you deal with and expand your knowledge. So we really encourage anybody who's serious about working in any aspects of business sales to attend. Brilliant. Okay, love it. Anything from you, Natalie? Yeah, I was just going to add on one more thing as well. I first started coming to the annual conference probably about six years ago. And from my point of view, um, the, the content that you get is something that is a business broker. You can't get anywhere else. You know, you can get business development, you can get sales conferences, but the content is broker specific. It's yeah, really something you can't get anywhere else. But what I find most valuable at the conference is actually the networking and, and the camaraderie that you get 
get amongst the brokers at the conference. And as Zora mentioned earlier, you know, the, that's invaluable, the kind of advice and um, assistance you get from those brokers throughout the year, not just at the conference, but throughout the year, they're, they're more than willing to share. And I definitely owe a lot of the new ideas and successful ideas that we've implemented in our practice to all the other brokers out there. So if you can make it, I definitely recommend because it will be well worth the money. Love it. Well, look, you guys are doing a really great job out there. Thank you so much for coming along today. And uh, it was really interesting hearing all of the content and all of the reasons for it. I think that often in itself, very revealing. So um, thanks a lot. And if you're a broker out there, make sure you sign up and uh, register to head along in August. Was it August? August the 15th, from, from August 15th until August 17th. So it's a Thursday until Saturday afternoon. Fabulous. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for coming on board. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Joanna. Okay. Bye. Well, that's it for today's episode of the Deal Room podcast, where obviously we looked all at the premier event for the AIBB in 2019, the 2019 AIBB National Conference. Hopefully, you will be getting yourself a ticket. And if you'd like to do that, all you have to do is head over to either aibb.org.au and check out their events page or simply look for the show notes either in your podcast player or over at thedealroompodcast.com and there we will link straight through to the AIBB page where you can sign up for the conference in Melbourne this year. If you are listening into this podcast for the very first time, then what you should do is make sure you head to your podcast player and hit subscribe so that you can get access each week to the first and only mergers and acquisitions podcast in Australia, the Deal Room podcast. So here on this podcast, if you're not a regular listener, you may not realize that each week we release new episodes that provide insights for professionals and businesses that are involved in business sales and acquisitions activity. So we interview industry advisors and we interview owners and managers of buying and selling organisations to give a unique perspective of both the sell side and buy side. So hit subscribe if this is of interest to you. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then maybe you might like to pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd be ever so grateful. Well, look, um, I just want to say a very big thanks to you, our listener, for listening in. This has been the Deal Room Podcast brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at 
aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to The Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. 